You've promised now, Dave. I didn't, Dad, my fingers crossed. It doesn't matter, we're not children. <laughs> Welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. And uh, start this week's chat with um, the PlayStation Plus price hike, which is happening in America. No word on it being Europe. Not yet. Not yet. But it is happening in America, which is going from, for the year, which is $50 to $60, which is still cheap, I think. And it brings it in line to or in line with uh, the Xbox One Gold subscription. Yeah, um, I was going to say, um, I don't think anybody pays the on Xbox Live or PlayStation Network pays the actual, you know, RRP for or Plus or Live. Yeah, Gold, sorry. <laughs> do you? I do, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you messed up, didn't you? Sorry. Yeah, I am. Um... <laughs> you know when we were playing uh, we said we were going to do that we were going to have a game online and then I went there and it was the day my Playstation Plus ran out was that when we were playing um, Lara Croft or something like that it was when we were trying to get into Lara Croft I think we ended up playing um, Rocket League we need to get back and finish that Lara Croft hmm. that's good yeah but when we were playing Rocket League and my, it expired Is it- and yeah. I was like, right, I need to buy it. And I, I bought it. And it's like, no error, not worked. And I did it again. And no error, not worked. And then we just gave up. Turns out I did that five times. And they all worked. They all worked, Dave. None of them didn't fail. <laughs> so I, I bought five years in one go. That's like 40, 80, 200 pounds. 200 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. And I thought, should I just... So I just let it go and just stay five years on. And I, that's how I've left it so far. I've just paid for it. So I've just I've just swallowed it and thought, yeah, let's just do it, five years. So I'm all for a price hike because it's not going to touch me. <laughs> 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 they can hike it all they want. No, I don't think they used to let you do that, did they? I don't know. I haven't checked, actually, actually, my expiry date I should do. Just in case it's all counted as one year. And it's best to... But yeah, I don't think the price hike is unreasonable in America. $60 is cheap. It Um, is cheap, isn't it? It's, I mean, for me, it doesn't bother me, but I do see some people's argument because really, I mean, it's all free online, isn't it, on PC, PC gaming. It's all free. So it's kind of like, well, why do the console makers charge? For these free games every month, but sat on the flip side of that, it's a case of half the time a lot of people aren't even interested. I mean, my brother doesn't even realise what's out some months, and then I tell him, he's like, oh, I've missed that as well, have I? Never <laughs> and there are a few people like that, but you know, that's debatable, isn't it? Like, whether you think it's worth the money or not. Mm. Like, you know, the games that you get, and uh. I saw. I actually saw a tweet about it today on um, Twitter from Nell Norman. That's his name. Basically, Punk and Lizard. They were saying, "Look, what do people think? Is it good value? And if it goes up, what would you say?" And a lot of them was just saying, 
why can't they make the PS3 games PlayStation Neo games so that people with PS4s can actually play them? And there was like, well, they're not going to do that, are they? Because, you know, they'd rather you pay to rent them through PlayStation now. It's a valid point. I mean, some people get better value out of it if you've got the Vita, the PS3 and the PS4. Obviously, and some don't. I mean, it wouldn't bother me if it went up to, say, let's say £50 in England. You could probably still get it for 40 to £44, 42 quid. Um, so it wouldn't fuss me too much. I still think it's worth 40 to 50 quid, but um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a bit lacklustre, isn't it, at the moment? This month's a good month on PlayStation Plus. Mm. But um, I think the last couple of months, you know, just to my tastes, they, they have felt a bit weak. I'm not a big online gamer. Do you need the PlayStation Plus to upload videos and stuff like that? You, you don't do it's just for online gaming, isn't it? It's just for online gaming and, and the, uh, the PlayStation Plus games. Yeah. But, I mean, how many of those games would you buy without, if you didn't have PlayStation Plus, would it equate to, at the moment, £40 worth? Um, a few of them, probably. I mean, like, it's, it's weird one, isn't it? Because, like, say, Grow, um, was it called Grow Home? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't vote for that when it was in that vote for PlayStation Plus. I voted for Zombie Vikings, which I completely regret, because I ended up buying that anyway. And that was really disappointing. Mm-hmm. And um, I played Grow Home and I thought it was fantastic, but would I have bought it? Who knows? Because we don't get demos for these games. Mm, that's the and thing, that it? it? was one of those games you played and it kind of it just had this simple idea and it got its hook into you and it was, I don't know, I found it really, really, really addictive. It's almost like a really expensive raffle ticket, isn't it? When it comes yeah. to the games. It's like, you, you pay your 40 quid yeah. and you get what? Whatever comes out, yeah. And like, I wouldn't have bought Rocket League. I really don't no. think I would have, no matter what anyone said about it. I just was not sold. I tried the beat though, and the beat it was sold it to me. I told you I was buying it, didn't I? Yeah, you were raving about it, but I still wouldn't have bought it. I didn't even play it straight away when I got it for free. Mm. And I was I was tempted not to play it. Yeah, but I've sunk hours and hours and hours into that now. That's fantastic. Yeah. So it's I think it's games like that that where I find the value, games that I wouldn't have bought, I wouldn't have tried. Yeah. And they just pop up, they're completely free, and you just you just dive in. I, yeah, I think I think yeah. it's I think it's good value. I think and I do play online sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. And if you need it, if you have to have it for playing online, then you have to have it. I don't think I'd ever get rid of it because um because based on the fact that the discount you get as well. Yeah, the discounts just... are good. The discounts are good, so good that you, you get your money back tenfold anyway through that. So, I mean, like, um, what is it that's come out? The, one of the last sales, I think, um, it was like 30% or 40 or 50 for PlayStation Plus users, and you're saving like two, three pounds on certain games on top of what the normal sale item is, and you're like, well, it kind of makes a lot of sense to have it just for the sake, even if you're not bothered about the games or the online, it's probably worth buying the £40 pass just for the fact that if you do buy a lot of indie games and digital games throughout the year, you will probably save twice that amount. It's personal, isn't it? It depends how much you buy, personally. If you don't buy much and you don't play online, it's really not worth having. Yeah. But if... If you're a triple A gamer, you know, like, um, but then again, you'd need it, wouldn't you, if you were just into your FIFAs and your CODs? Because I'm going to guess you'd be playing those online. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't think it's a bad thing um, that it's gone up. It was inevitable it was going to go up at some point. We haven't had the news yet in the EU. Probably when we do get it, there are assessments about exchange rates, whatever. But um, I do think there needs to be a couple of changes in there somewhere, somehow, because, you know, if... Do you think you're going to get good discounts or freebies on VR? I don't think. People are saying that they should throw that in, but I don't think they can because they don't know what the user base is going to be like. And... It'd be an incentive for people. If you've already got Plus and you're stacking up your free games, it might tempt you to just to pick up a VR. Something on there which is VR exclusive. That just won't happen. Imagine the backlash if one of the games, one of the monsters, was like, let's say, Tumble VR. And you know you've got, uh, they've got. Is it 40, 30 million users on PlayStation Plus? Mm-hmm. Forty-two million users, some stuff like that. Whatever. Like 20, let's say it's twenty-five million, and then and let's say five million have got the play the VR. But you're going to have you know possibly X amount of people moaning that you've given away a free game, which no, if more than half the player base can't access. <laughs> it depends if they do it as as long as they don't substitute it for one of the PlayStation Four games. Or three or Vita, yeah. then I think if it's an extra one, that's no one will yeah, complain about that. Like, yeah, something like that, all like heavily discounted. Yeah, that big right. discount for yeah PlayStation VR. Yeah, that if that you know that would be, you know my opinion about VR. Like, it's, I'm not overly interested in it. I'm intrigued. Mm. I'm intrigued to see how quick Sony just drops it. <laughs> I don't think they will. Honestly, they've got they bad supporting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's going to do well. I do. Not straight away. It might be like a... It might build momentum over time, but I don't think it's going to go away. Mm. We'll see anyway. Let's not get... Let's let's not not get get sidetracked into VR. (laughs) Um, While we're on PlayStation Plus, though, let's talk about um, the uh, upcoming PlayStation Plus games because that's just been announced. Mm -hmm. Big game for me would be, if I didn't already own it, would be Journey. Yeah. Everyone should play Journey. Fantastic yeah, game. I, I actually looked at the comments on Twitter and there's a lot of people excited about that. There's a, a few on there moaning, oh, this is the last time you get any money out of me for PlayStation Plus, Sony, <laughs> etc., etc., etc. And uh, Well, most people have got it or played it, but there'll be a yeah. section of people that haven't. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, look how many people have come to... That's why they're poor to it, because of the amount of people that, you know... Um, left Microsoft Xbox 360 and jumped to PS4 mm. that's the whole reason it was ported so now they're just giving it away aren't they yeah they, yeah, they ported it from Playstation 3 to Playstation 4 yeah for everyone who owned an Xbox 360 and missed out on it I'll be playing it through again um, um, I'm definitely going to be trying Lords was it Lords of the Fallen Lords of the Fallen yeah it's a bit like Dead Cells I heard a friend told me it's a bit more accessible Okay, not try that. I don't know much about that one. He said it's a bit clunky. He said but it's way more unforgiving. Way mm. more forgiving, sorry. Than, um, not unforgiving, than Dead Cells, <laughs> you know, more accessible. Yeah. Which will probably have some people um, <laughs> clawing their eyes out. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm interested in trying that. Can you remember what the PlayStation 3 games were? Yeah, I did. Because um, there's three PlayStation 4 games, isn't there? One of the PS3 games, and um, one of them's Prince of Persia. Oh, yeah, was it Sands of Time or the Forgotten Sands? The Forgotten Sands, is that the second one? I can't remember. 
wasn't what he went to all Garibo, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Garibo? What's Garibo? You know, like Rocky, with what they had all like heavy metal music in the trailers and stuff. He's like, what? You just completely lost what the Prince of Persia was. <laughs> yeah, that was you the second one then. Yeah, and then um, what was the other game there? Oh, I'm going to find your original text here. Uh, Duntra? What's that? Oh, Detura, that's like, um, I'm not 100%, but I think it's like um, a walking simulator. Oh, I think I remember this. Is there a pig in it? That's the one. Yeah, I was just going to say, so do you remember the trailer with the pig? Because <laughs> I was listening to music upstairs um, when I was working out, and I thought, I listened to the Detura soundtrack, I haven't listened to it for a while, and I put it on, and then I thought, you know what, this is bound to go on PlayStation Plus at some point. <laughs> It was announced it was on there, so I will definitely be booting up the PS3 to play that through again because it's wasn't only a couple of hours long. Wasn't that a move what game? A what? A move game? It could be. You could be right about that. No, but I think you can play it with both move or the pad because they wouldn't give us something away that was exclusive to the move, would they? No, no, but I remember it being quite hyped for move at the time. There is two games on the Vita, obviously, again, but one of them is accessible on PS3 and PS4, which is Badlands. Mm. I think this got loads of awards when it released on iOS. Oh, yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of. Bad but if you look at the trailer, it looks quite interesting. Quite, you know. Mm. And then one's Amnesia, which I'm sure I wanted to buy that when I had my Vita, but I never got around to it. But I've heard that's very good as well. Oh, yeah, you sold your Vita now. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't have any regrets because it just it wasn't getting used. It was so pointless keeping it just for the PlayStation Plus game. Which you then never got around to playing anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. The other problem with PlayStation Plus as well, isn't it? I mean, look at Fury. I got so far into that and then I got distracted by something else. And uh, I haven't gone back and um, finished, finished that now. Um, and I'm on about the eighth boss on that or seventh boss. I don't remember Fury. Fury was on PlayStation Plus a couple of months back. It was brilliant. Mm. No, last month. Oh, right. Was that the um... sword game? And you, yeah. you know, I tried it, didn't I? I? I don't know. It reminded me of Arkham Asylum, a lot of its combat system, but um, brilliant. I really like that. I'm gonna have to go back to that and finish it. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that's PlayStation Plus. Some good. I think that's. A, I think that's a good week. Yeah, good month. Good month, even. Yeah, I think it's a very good month. But um, I kind of, I kind of do wish that you know there was an option in there somehow for people to decide. I don't know if someone could do it. They they could, um, you know, forfeit the PS3 and the Vita games, or vice versa. Whichever systems I wanted, and have like a free rental off um, PlayStation Now or the Film Store, or something like that. Hmm. You know, I think giving out free, a free film or a free, a free few episodes. I don't know why they don't give out the first couple of episodes of every season for free. Yeah. That just hook people in. That's the thing. That's something they should be talking to, TV and movie studios. But like, like, let's give away the first three episodes of Game of Thrones to HBO through PlayStation Store to you know, Arrow, The Flash, um, Gotham. You know, all those shows, Person of Interest and stuff. Let's get people interested and hooked. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah, and then that it possibly possibly it could work. Yeah, it might. It might works for drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do it. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about um what we've been playing. <laughs> or haven't been playing. 
or haven't been playing yet. Let's talk about what you've been playing and talk about what you could have been playing. Yeah, because um, as you know, I was so, so hyped for Deus Ex and Mankind Divided. Ultra hyped. I was saying to you, it was not Game of the Year, Game of the Year, and that. And then yeah, before you it even came, touched it. Yeah, it came, and I did like the first mission, and I think it was like, I don't know if it's classed as Dubai, but it was, you know. And then um, I was enjoying it. I was thinking to myself, it, it, it doesn't quite feel right, but I, I carried on thinking it was just me having to get back into it. And um, then I got to the open hub part, and I just got fed up with it. I carried on for a couple more hours, but I just basically, I just had enough. Just, I gave up. I got rid of it, I think, a week and a half after having it. And I know friends who finished it within the week, and um, a couple of them said it was like, the end. The story was really poor in this one, and the ending was really abrupt. Mm. And... Um, I don't think it's sold as well as Human Revolution did. Is it Human Revolution? Um, yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, it hasn't sold as well as that the first um, game did on its launch. But that could be, you know, like, because we haven't had a Deus Ex game for a long time, and this has come. I know it's been a while since the last one, but it was a big gap previously. Yeah, massive gap. Yeah, but it's something just not clicked for me this time. I don't know if it's the story's not interesting me or... I, a few people have said to me, well, go back to the old control system. But I've tried the other control systems and it still feels comp- really, really clunky. Like, if you do get into a firefight, it never feels like you can uh, react quick enough, if that, that makes sense. I don't mm. know. It, just, it could just be me. bit older, a bit crapper at games. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I know a couple of people who are in the same boat as me. Than root there. I mean, it's not even criticising the game because I'm absolutely gutted that it hasn't clicked with me this time because I was really, really excited for it. But it just hasn't worked for me this time, sadly. So I got rid of it and went back to playing stupid sports games. <laughs> oh, stupid. And what are you? What are the sports games? PGA and PES? Yeah, I've been playing the PES demo, which is sublime, to be fair. I say this every year, but this time this year, every year, I do every year, I do get excited about the football game. But this year, there is something very similar but different about Pez. It's it's uh, they've done that old trick they used to do at the change of the pace year in year out when you back in the good old PS2 days, and it's slower, more a lot more methodical. It's, it, there's a heavy emphasis of midfield play which is just brilliant because it's not like you can just bomb up and down the pitch like, like, like the bloody premiership, you know, yeah. ends up basketball matches end to end without the obvious, obvious high scores. But there's a huge emphasis on build-up play this time. You can actually see it in the game now. You can't just like... They tried to do it last year, but you knew there were ways to just bypass that with like chipped balls and, you know, one-twos. and You can't really do that this time. The passing in it is immense. And the goalkeepers, I'll hunt, hunt, say it now, best goalkeepers ever in any video game ever. Absolutely stunning. Statement. It is the animations they've added to them, to everything, especially the goalkeepers, the work they've done with them is insane. The amount of different dives and stuff and the way they react to low shots, high shots up now is amazing. It's just a brilliant game from the demo. Hopefully nothing's changed too much from that, but um, I've got the game pre-ordered. Um, apart from that, I've been playing Purple, which has the most annoying AI ever. <laughs> um, 
and PGA, which I just plod on with. It's not like I'm aiming to finish it. I just do a round every now and then. So you're not stuck into any big game. You're just dipping in and out no. of these football games, of these sports games. One of which is just a demo. Yeah, Meanwhile, well, I've been DSX. Yeah, DSX, but that's gone. That's, you've sold that. Yeah, that's, I mean, you've I've been holding that. on. I can't bring myself to start anything big again at the moment. Well, I texted you and said, sounds like it's time to plug that Wii U in, charge that pad up. <laughs> and you said you said you were going to do it next week. Next week? You said next week, so I'm going to hold you to that. And okay. I said, I said, I think you should start with Mario 3D World. But you said, no, I'm not going near that. I'm going to play Toad and Yoshi. I think I'm going to... No, I'm not going to do Mario 3D World. I don't want to play Mario game. But why um, is that? Why do, why, just out of interest, why is that? Because it's just... I don't know. I think it's the... It's going to sound silly, same familiarity, but I don't want to play your kind of cliche Mario uh, Nintendo game. It's not. But it is, it's a Mario game, just like a Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different take. If you've not played the 3DS Mario World ones. I'm just saying I want to play something completely different and I fancy, like, I know it's a 2D platformer, but the visuals alone kind of help me kind of play through Yoshi. It's kind of adorable as well. It is very adorable. Um, if you're jumping back into that, I'm going to jump back into that because I've not finished that game because I got a bit bored with it. It was very, very, very easy. Yeah, I've heard a few people say that. Not and a lot of challenge. I'm going to jump back in. Toad. I think that's more of a puzzle game, is it? Yeah, I love Toad. But, yeah, that's why I want to play that. But the, even that got a little bit boring. Yeah, but it, it's different, isn't it? It's completely different from what I'm currently playing, so I might play through it. I'm not one of these when I play puzzle games. I certain games I'll have to like you know if it's bronze, silver, gold stars each stage like the um, iOS games. Mm. Keep going back through until I get all three stars. But because I know it sounds really ch- whorish, because there's no trophies or anything <laughs> on the Nintendo games, I will basically just finish a level and move on. Mm. I won't beat my times. I won't try and find any secrets. Mm. I can I can be quite. Um, bad luck that when I play the Nintendo games. You could probably play um, the Yoshi game with your lad now. Yeah, I mean, he played it, he was playing it when I had it originally. Because mm. obviously the visuals on that are stunning, and the kids are just like, oh, What's that? Because it just looks yeah. amazing. But um, yeah, I'll go back to that, and then I'll probably let my daughter play that as well, actually. That's probably something she can play because it's so easy. My little girl cannot get the the directional thing down at all. No. Of any any game, moving around with characters is just. I don't know, man. It just doesn't click with her. No. I'll try again in a, a year or so. It will eventually. It will. I hope so. I think it did with Evie because she played. Um, she plays like her brother plays um, Disney Infinity. Yeah. It's basically like she'd cry and cry, so I'd let her go on there for 15, 20 minutes, and next thing you know, she knows, she, she knows how to run around. And then, you know, like three, four weeks later, she's suddenly she knows how to jump around and sw- and attack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so they get it eventually. It's just a steep learning curve for them at that age. Mm. But yeah, um, sadly, Deus Ex didn't work out. Yeah. Back, yeah, back to the SX, yeah. That's a shame, because you were hyped for that. 
Because yeah, the, the first game, the year that was out, was that your game of the year? Yeah, I mean, it's in my top five. It might be my favourite game ever. I'd have to play it through again. But um, it, it was one of the one of. It is definitely my top five games ever. PlayStation Three, isn't it? Yeah, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, the boss fights let it down big time," and they're not the greatest, but they're no worse than other boss fights and other games where you basically. I think what annoyed people was it was just an all-out gunfight when you reach your bosses, and you had all these options throughout the game. But it's not that they're bad boss fights in the fact that the way you have to fight them. It's just that they haven't got that open-ended structure that the rest of the game had. Yeah. So that kind of upset people a bit, and I think they're a bit harsh on it because of that. Hmm. Anyway, let's move on from that. Your promise to play some Nintendo for next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it. You're getting out of it this time. I said, I've got it on text. I will tweet it out. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say something came up that was going to ruin your Nintendo plan? Yeah. What um, was it? Battlefield One Beta. Oh, I yeah, give that for One Beta. I give that a blast. You've had to give that a blast later on. Is it on today? Is it out now? Yeah, started. It's downloadable. I don't know, man. Shooters. I'm just not in, not feeling the shooters at the moment. See, look, the best thing about them is that guys like if they come along, and I kind of get my fill. From the beta. From the beta. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need any more, mate. <laughs> Next weekend, it's Overwatch, isn't it? Which is free to play for everybody. No PlayStation Plus required from the 9th to the 12th of September. I'm in for that. I want to try um, that. Big timing for that. We're definitely going to join up into that. And then um, a school wearer. And then... Um, <laughs> Take your phone. Yeah, and then we can maybe um, pick it up if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah, I will be. If it's if I enjoy this beta, I'll be in for it to big time. I've been tempted for a long time. Yeah, I've been very very itchy for a, a shooter, and then someone said to me like, "It doesn't matter if you're brilliant at, you know, kill kill death ratios in Overwatch because it's all about the team play." And I started thinking about when I played the the beta a, a couple of months back before it was launched, and I was thinking, you know what, that that is spot on. It was more about helping your teammates out and. Than just you know, um, basically, <laughs> yeah, basically like Call of Duty, taking out as many bad guys as possible. Yeah, I'm all for that because I'm not very good at shooters. The truth be known, no, normally, normally, not not good at all. Must but, admit though, I don't know if I mentioned this. I did really enjoy. We haven't done a podcast. I re- I really enjoyed the Titan Four Two, um, beta. I did you? I jumped in. I played not long at all, and I thought, no, no, I'm not feeling this, and just deleted it. Yeah. Well, on the opening day it came out, um, a friend, Chris, said it was atrocious compared to the original game. Then the next day he said they must have done something because it's really good. So yeah. I went on a big session with him and Lauren and I was like, you know what, I really like this. It feels a lot like Call of Duty 4, the guns and the um, gunplay and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mechs take a bit of getting used to, the Titans, sorry, not mechs. But um, I was really enjoying it and then it came on again the weekend, just gone and I played again. I really enjoyed it. But, um, I don't know if anyone of my any of my friends are getting it for one. Plus, it's launching in between two Goliaths in gaming, Battlefield and Call of Duty, so you know it's going to die on release, and it's probably going to be half price before Christmas. Never mind after. And um, there's just something a little bit off about the mechs and the grapple hook. It didn't feel like mm. Titan. Sorry, it felt like when you got in a Titan, you was more at a disadvantage than you was on foot. 
Well, yeah, and you really should feel like you've got a massive advantage. Yeah, for God, for like, you know, 20, 30 seconds, however long you can last in them, you should be plowing down enemies. Hmm. But it doesn't quite work like that. Not in my eyes, anyway. And even Chris, who you know, is a Call of Duty veteran. He's excellent. Even he made the same complaints. Hmm. But yeah, moving on anyway, I really enjoyed that. What was good. Yeah, well, I I was playing um Inside. It came out, it was a PlayStation um, Xbox One exclusive for a short time. Mm-hmm. Really short time. It's only just come out on there, really, and it's already on PlayStation. I bought it straight away. Yeah. It's from the guys who made quid. Limbo. I loved it. I think, I think so, it was 15 quid. 15.99. Didn't last very long. It was another short little download game. But I think it's my game of the year so far. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Adored it. I mean, it's it's really all about the atmosphere. It's it's, it's a puzzle. It's a platform puzzler, really. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the um it's the tension in the atmosphere, and I couldn't tell you what's going on at all. I don't really know. You play mm-hmm. as a little boy, a bit like Limbo. Limbo. It's beautiful to look at. But you um, start in like it's a lot like Limbo, really. You start in like a wooded area, but yeah. quite very quickly you start to see um, some people with torches like in the background and dogs who chase you down if you get spotted, and they savagely rip you to pieces if they catch you. Yeah, and uh, the grown-ups just sort of hold you, muffle your face, and sort of look around, really suspicious, really creepy. Um, it's really dark, really gloomy. You're mm-hmm. running along. Trying to, and then you sort of you move away from like the outside world, and you start to get to um, inside this big complex thing where people are being sort of brain controlled. So from like rural areas to urban, is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And people being brain controlled, um, a lot like Limbo with little wormy things controlling people. There's mm-hmm. uh, lots of pigs that seem to be getting experiments done on them, and then it gets really puzzly. In terms of, uh, you can don't get too don't go to territory. No, 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 no. It gets it gets quite puzzly. Lots of um, lots of physics-based puzzles. Yeah. Um, and there's bits where you can take control without giving too much away. Take control of lots of different people at once, which mm-hmm. brings in some good puzzle elements. And then there's some water-based bits. Yeah. Uh, take control of a vehicle as well. I don't want to go into too much. I didn't understand the ending, I'll be honest. Lost me, the ending completely. Yeah, I've had a few people say that. They don't have any idea what the ending means. No, I don't, it's probably supposed to be a big sort of symbolic gesture or something, but I don't know. Not a clue. But apparently if you find all the secrets, and secrets are really cool that, that you find okay. along the way. I've missed one very early on, and I've, I'm on my second playthrough now, and I've missed it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm carrying on because I've missed some more along the end. Whatever I don't get this time, though, I'll look up for a guide. Because when you get all the secrets, you get a different or a special ending. Mm-hmm. Very much looking forward to. But That's yeah, the kind of game, from what I'm hearing of you, that needs... Um, what do you call it? And director's commentary? Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I would play it through with the director's commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I loved it. The, the it's, it's all about the atmosphere the puzzle and it's really tense and yeah just mysterious I don't really know what's going on but I loved it 
for me, I can't say too much because without like spoilers. Yeah, I, that's why I'm trying not to. Ask. Oh, I know I've got to be quiet, but I'm not. I don't want to ask you anything because <laughs> eventually, and I don't want anything to be ruined because <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, for me so far, game of the year. Loved it. I'm glad. You know, I, I do. I do like hearing people talk so um, not passionately, but like. Well, not, it's not passionate but like chuffed you know yeah. what I mean about enthusiastic about really enjoying like because that's how I expected to be ranting to you about Deus Ex and it just didn't happen <laughs> yeah it's weird because even like you got your hands on the game you were waiting for for ages you thought, you thought yeah. it was going to be your game of the year and I I mean they didn't even really push inside on the Playstation store I think I saw a tweet that said it was out I was like, is it? And I went into the store and I couldn't see it anywhere. It wasn't it? It was, like, it was almost like that they weren't allowed to um, promote it before release, the way it came about. It was really weird. I mean, I went yeah. on the featured bit, moved across a page, not there, moved across a page, and there's a new bit in the features where it's like lots of little thumbnails. Mm-hmm. And it was like halfway down the screen on the right in there. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I'd just check this, is it? Because it seems to be not getting much fanfare on here. Check I've got the right game. Definitely yeah. is. Download it. Brilliant. Loved it. What about Oxen Free? You finished that now, haven't you? I finished Oxen Free. Well, I've spoken about this in the podcast. That was really good as well. I loved it. And yeah. I'm playing it through. I'm playing that through again. Because, um, well, I can't really say why because of spoilers. Yeah. But when you finish it very cleverly sort of links back to the start of the game, gives mm-hmm. you the option to play it again with a bit more knowledge, knowing the, the game does change a little bit. That sounds very intriguing. Mm, very good. I, mean, I love that as well. Um, I definitely want to pick up Oxen Free. I mean, I would have picked it up if I'd have known that. So, well, I couldn't know, could I? No. But I'm kicking myself now that I didn't pick up Oxen Free because I would be in that now. Yeah, and it's not in the sale now, is it? No. They had a huge saving on it. They had a really good sale, and to think what I... I mean, I, I made more money on Deus Ex when I sold it than what I got when I paid for it. Did you really? Yeah. That's amazing. I know, yeah, because I, I did use my credit, but I ended up paying 25 and ended up getting 35 cash. Mm. And kept 42 trade, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want, the, don't want to buy nothing from here. I just don't want to know. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I wish I'd got that now, Oxen Free, and maybe Layers of Fear as well. Yeah, you were you were interested in that, weren't you, Layers of Fear? Okay, so let's let's talk about um the games out this month, this uh, September. Yeah. Um, you got a list there, Dave. Yeah. Um, today was Axiom Verge, which has been out on I think it's out on Xbox and PlayStation Four. That's launched on Wii U today. Is that good? It's meant to be very good. Um. It seems to be one of those games that I know the name of, but I don't know much about yeah. it. Yeah, it's a bit like Metro, basically. Um, but I, but um, I think uh, it got a lot of praise but then from critics and that, but then when it launched, it didn't get amazing reviews. It was like seven, I think a couple of eights here and there. Not that the scores matter, the written word's more important. Mm. And um, out tomorrow is Metro Prime, Federation Force which has been panned in Japan by the critics and sales, which I was just saying to you is a shame because it's the 30th anniversary apparently this year of Metroid. So I find that quite shameful on Nintendo's part not to have a big game out for that. 
well, you say shameful, but maybe a bit. It would just it would be quite poetic to put one out, but then at the same time, put it out well, for what? <laughs> I guess I'm just going to say it doesn't help when you've got a system which hasn't sold well. Yeah. And the 3DS, which sounds a, a still quite strong, but is that the platform to launch a big? Well, obviously no. not sales of that. They could have done a really cool 2D game on that side scroller because they had some really good Metroid side scrolling. Yeah, a bit like that Batman game that launched on the beta. What was it called? Blackgate. Mm. That was a good attempt at the Metroid series. That one I thought it was quite enjoyable. Mm. Um, September the 13th is Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising off the record. And uh, apparently that doesn't include the DLC packs. £40 for the lot of £16 each. I have no interest in those games at all. You? Which one? Dead Rising. No, not at all. Um... September 15th, NHL 2017. I do like a hockey game, but I, I never buy them on launch. No, I yeah. like hockey, but no. Yeah, September 16th for Drift comes to Xbox One. Skip that. Then September 20th is... Oh, sorry, actually. Before that, September... Is it 15th? I think that's the date of PES 2017, as well as NHL. Hmm. NHL probably itself pays in England. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I've just seen um, just seen that um, the witness is launching on Xbox One on September thirteenth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, September thirteenth. That's probably why it's going into the sale on Xbox on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, what was I saying there? Sorry. Um, yeah, September the twentieth, Destiny the Collection. I'm not sure if that includes that Iron Raid. Probably does. PS4 and Xbox One. Same date, Dear Esther. Yeah, I've just spotted that, Dear Esther. Landmark edition, that's it. I think I will be very tempted to pick that up day one, but there's a game out a bit later on which interests me more. Um, have I mentioned Bioshock? I don't think no, I did mention haven't, that. No, you haven't mentioned that. I think that's it, uh, the same day as Recall, September 16th. Either way, September, Bioshock collection. I'm very tempted to um, pre-order that, I've got to admit. You? Mm, no, not Bioshock. No. No. Um, Aragami, which looks good, says here, inspired by Tenchu, Metal Gear Solid, Dishonored, and Mark of the Ninja. Aragami is a stealth game in which you play as an undead assassin with the power to control the shadows. I've seen a few videos of that, and it does look quite exceptional. Yeah. XCOM 2 is on the list. Yeah. There's this mad game coming out called Jazz Punk Director's Cup, which I have no idea what you do in it. But um, the trailer is hilarious. You should check <laughs> out. Um, and the big... Well, it's not the big one, obviously. September 27th, Forza Horizon 3, um, Darkest Dungeon releases the same day. Two days after that is FIFA 17. <laughs> um, but the big game, I think, for me and you, which we only found out about three days ago, is Virginia. Oh, give me Virginia, no. Read the synopsis. Go on, read it out. Virginia is a first-person interactive drama that tells the story of a recently graduated FBI agent and her partner as they seek to uncover the mystery surrounding the disappearance of a young boy. Inspired by a collective love of 90s TV dramas like Twin Peaks, The X-Files and The Outer Limits, Virginia aims to capture the mixture of this inexplicable, the absurd and the mu- mundane... <laughs> Um, 
but the, the trailer and there is really, really, in, well, I say interesting, intriguing. Mm. You just have no idea what's going on. Obviously, you do from the synopsis, but if you watch the trailer, you're like, what's going on? Who am, who am I actually playing as? Because it seems to flip between characters a little bit. Well, I watched um, I watched a very brief trailer, which didn't give very much away. And then mm-hmm. someone was playing the actual game, because it must be on Steam or something. Yeah, there's a 15-minute demo on Steam. Yeah, I watched like the first little bit of that. And there were um, it was you were a first-person camera. You're inside, obviously, the rookie detective's head, I think. Yeah. Stood at someone's door. Your partner, the female, is ringing the bell, and they're waiting for a person to come to the door. And you can look at this thing in your left hand, which is a missing person poster. Yeah. So you think, okay, well, that's why I'm here to f- ask questions about this missing person. Person yeah. comes to the door. They answer the door, and um, your partner holds up their FBI badge and talks for a little bit, and then. It seems to be waiting for you to do something. Yeah. And then I think the person playing it was on PC and they clicked on the person at the door and you hold up your FBI badge. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this looks so good. <laughs> In, um, I watched a video of um, Burns playing it on, on um, VG. And um, he said that it's, it's not like open like um, Firewatch and that. You'll have a scene. And you can wonder about it in that scene, but as soon as you find the um, objective in that scene, it's not, it doesn't tell you the objective, but as soon as you find the objective to that scene, it then moves you on. Mm. But he said it might be different in the finished game from the demo, but he said if it's like that, he said that's brilliant because there's none of this like wandering around too much. He said it's like a different take on the... It's like a perfect edit of the walking simulator because it just fast-forwards you from plot point to plot point, and you know what I mean? Yeah. But he said it is a bit like, um, not crazy, but like it's got these uh, metaphors running for it. And he says, you know, a lot of people much, well, from what I saw, it looks like a lot more, myself included, more struggle to um, interpret them. (laughs) (laughs) But like inside, I suppose. But um, I am proper excited to pick that up and play it. Yeah, me too. I'm not checking reviews. I think I'm just going to buy that. Oh, well, I think I might look at I might not read reviews. I might just jump to the score. And if it's not got a really good score, then I'll read yeah. the review and see if I sound interesting. But if it's got a good score, I'm just in. Yeah, there's two things I'll, I'll, I don't really want to check the scores, but like because it's I don't really know the studios and I'll put it in you saying that. It does make me think maybe I should either wait for user reviews, which mm. I don't think I'll do because with walking simulators, it can be completely hit and miss. But it might be worth just giving it a day. And checking either um, PC user reviews, you know, like because they tend they don't tend to have hissy fits like console gamers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like you, they kind of do a bit more uh, fact finding on what they're buying than console gamers are find. And then, um, well, I think if um, um, if, you, if IGN um, review it and it's by um, oh, what's his name, Marty Sleever. He's he's really big on the walking simulators, but he's quite yeah. hard on them at the same time. And I bet he reviews yeah. it. So if he reviews it, I'll I'll go for his review, and if he likes it, I'll be in. Yeah, because that so that be your yeah. That'll be my my barometer. If he likes it, I'll get it. If he reviews it before release, because I don't think I can wait. I want to I want to be on it day one. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I don't want anything ruined in that for me. Mm. And then um, 
I hope it's not too long a game because next month there's quite a few big games out. Rise of the Tomb Raider, October 11th. Yeah. Um, There's a a Wii U game I'm interested in. A Wii U game! Paper Mario Color Slash. Is, sorry to interrupt today. Is Mafia 3 out October? It's uh, October, isn't it? October 7th, yeah. Yeah, because I've already got that pre ordered. Yeah, so you'll be picking that up. Definitely. I, I would have, I, you know what? I probably would have bought Tomb Raider there that I found out they're giving away to the original Tomb Raider as well with pre orders. Mm. Well, having Mafia 3, that's probably going to be pretty, quite big a game, so I don't think I'll need another game in October. Luckily, Last Guardian's out. The very end of October, so that might be something worth picking up if it turns out to be. Yeah, it says the twenty fifth on this website I'm on, October twenty fifth. Yeah, that's like two weeks after Mafia, so I doubt I'll be done with Mafia by then. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're heading into silly season now. We know we're getting close to Christmas. Yeah, which seems crazy. It still feels like summer. Don't you think? Yeah. Someone said it's all, autumn officially starts tomorrow, and I thought, bollocks. Well, there's a lot of leaves on the floor. I noticed because yeah. my little girl was crunching crunching the dry leaves under her feet. I was like, it doesn't feel right. It's still really warm. I said this the other day when I was at this football match to um, this bloke, and I think it must have been a garden or something, and he said it's because we haven't had enough rain, so the leaves have dried up because it's been so dry. Yeah, it's been really sunny. This is so because we had a lot of sun and they haven't had the rain, the water they need, so they've, they've dried up and fell off. Mm. So you'll have an early, early um, fall of leaves this year than you did last year. So we'll see. Mm. So mm. let's, let's uh, move on from the release dates, release windows. Let's talk about um, let's talk about finding Dory because I went to see this now with my little girl, mm-hmm. and I think you were harsh on this film. I thought this was fantastic. No, but I was only harsh on it because of how high I regard the original. Yeah, I get that. I did get that. I, I think it was exceptional. Like it was really good, but it don't live up. To, it does not live up to the hopes of Nemo. Nemo is just a masterclass in filmmaking. <laughs> no, it is. It's an emotional roller coaster. That film is. Did you not find this one emotional? I did, but I found it as well. I found that Dory's state was way. It was quite. It was very sad because she was near enough all the way through the film, stressed. Mm. It is, it kind of, I mean, in, in Finding Nemo, Dory is sort of like comic relief and you kind of just, you don't really think too much about her affliction, which is short-term memory loss. Yeah. But it really brings it into sharp focus in, um, in Finding Dory and how yeah. difficult yeah. that is to deal with. Yeah, how you just can't remember anything, and how easily like you get a little bit distracted, and you and suddenly you've forgotten everything, and like simple things like finding your way home, remembering what you're doing and where you are. Yeah, massively, massively traumatizing and difficult to cope with and live with. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend said it at the end, and she said I cried three times: once with laughter, once with joy, and once with sadness. And there's not many films you can say that about. I mean, I cried. I cried with sadness. I didn't cry with laughter. I was nearly there, but because that bit with the with Becky the bird was hilarious. What's that bit there? Sorry. Oh, um, Becky the bird. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. That was absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. It was it was a fantastic film. Pixar on top form, I have to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a return to form for Pixar, but for me, it's not the heights. The heights, Pixar heights, obviously, the Toy Story trilogy, Wally, Nemo, I oh, when we they hit the haze, no one even comes close to competing with them. <laughs> we did our Pixar list. We, we did our Pixar list last episode. I'm just saying, Nemo yeah. for me is up there. Fan, I mean Dory, fantastic. I don't mean to like say your opinion's wrong. I'm just saying, you know, for me, Dory's fantastic. It is a really good film, and it, it is after a few poor films, like not poor, but you know. Not to the usual standard, it is a real return to form, I found. Mm. But Nemo and that, that was when they were at the height of the powers and they just could do no. Even people give Bugs Life a lot of crap, go back and watch that film. It still pisses up on so many animated films get these days. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, it's not the best film, but it's mm. better than most of stuff that isn't Pixar. That's the Bugs Life, it's got heart. It's not kind of, you know, like Monsters Inc. 2, where they're kind of just, hey, yeah, let's do a follow up to this. in... Monsters, feel... Inc. Monsters Inc. 2, the prequel. I yeah, that's, that's good. Movie. That's good. No, it's all right. It's it's not a great film. I personally, I don't think. When you... How many times have you seen it? Twice. I think you could watch that again and be pleasantly surprised. When you watch, I can watch Monsters Inc. quite a lot. The that film and that last scene. Oh, oh that last scene. Yeah, that is tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah. Yeah, big time. It's like uh, Nemo and up that open, and they just kick you in the guts. <laughs> <laughs> up is a hard film to, to watch like, the beginning. No, when you see an action film and they're on the floor and they're just kicking them in the gut, and you think, you know, just let the bloke get up, and that's what big story <laughs> like. It, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, they're, they're just they're a fantastic studio. Uh, after I didn't, you know, I wasn't a big fan of Good Dinosaur. I think that's why I kind of down on them. And Brave, Brave's watchable, but it's it's not a very good film. Yeah, Brave, Brave's. I think Brave's their worst film. I think Good Dinosaur's their worst film. <laughs> no, I think Brave is. I, I quite like Good Dinosaur. Something about Good Dinosaur is it starts out so good, it's on fire. <laughs> Then when his dad he loses his dad in the water, he just kind of loses momentum completely. It just didn't have enough up bits, did it? Enough little um, yeah. lighter notes. It needed more lighter notes. Yeah, yeah. But it's all right. It's better. That's better than Brave. The balance. Brave's, though, Brave's not bad either. It's not. It's no. just, just not up there with um, Finding Dory. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Let's talk about because I finally finished Stranger Things. Let's move oh, on nice. to Stranger Things. I forgot what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, fantastic. Basically, we are going to talk yeah. spoilers, but let's just quickly mention that um, season two confirmed they are working on it now. Which the song is better, I think. So much coin. Everybody wants them now, don't they? What the kids? No, is it the Russo brothers? Not the Duffer brothers. Duffer brothers. That's it. The Russo brothers met Captain America. Sorry, the <laughs> Duffer brothers. They're, they're like in high demand now. Like studios want them. Movie studios want them. They're just. I wouldn't be surprised if he's. Is it Universal or is it Warner's who made Goonies? 
whoever, once the goon is rebooted, is like tapping them up as we speak, trying to get them to come and make the goonies too. Let them. I think I would trust them with it, to be honest. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Two words. But yeah, let's talk uh, Stranger Things and let's talk spoilers. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Because if not, if we'll squeeze it in now. But otherwise, we'll finish the podcast with this. I should quickly mention that I went to watch Peach Dragon today. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Yeah, brilliant. Was it? And I don't know about that one. It kicked me in the feels a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Really did. It really did. The opening is touching. It's 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 like if it was done, if Pixar had made it, it would probably be a billion dollar film. <laughs> really? Because it's like live action or serious. It just kicked. It's brilliant. I thought it was fantastic. It reminded me of like why I loved films that Spielberg made, like E.T. and you know, like that child with his not imaginary friend, but he finds that kind of. Mm. Uh, you know, you know who like um, Totoro and the dragons like that, and it's just this harmless creature. And I don't know, you got to see it; it's fantastic. The kids loved it, oh. brilliant. And the ending, yeah, so many times it kicked me. That I was like, it gets you in the feels big time, and it's got loads of laughs and humour and stuff in there. And, <laughs> yeah, definitely watch that. Anyway, kick on, kick on. Cool. Okay, Stranger Things. Um, we have spoiled the first four episodes already on a previous yeah. podcast, probably like two episodes ago or something, because yeah. I've been very slow to get around to finishing it. But I have finished it now, and that spoiled the ending. Very and then I'll let you do this. Okay, well, well, first of all, it's just it's brilliant. It's probably the best thing on Netflix recently. Breaking Bad <laughs> was quite a long time ago now. I think this is the new benchmark. Yeah, I mean, people get upset, don't they, when you say, oh, it's up there with Breaking Bad and stuff, because they're like, oh, no, you just shit on my life. But realistically, <laughs> it was a while back, and thing, new shows do come out that are exceptional. And this and, is one of them. And and Stranger Things is, is up there. It's a different genre to Breaking Bad and The Warren, and that, obviously. Oh, totally, but yeah. It, it still does not mean it cannot be rated up there with them. Mm, it's fantastic. So to do, which I would say is a lot harder to do than what the wire does and Breaking Bad, it does impeccably. Mm. It's, it's almost perfect. Yeah, it, it totally captured 1983. Yeah, big time. Um, to the point where Renata Ryder must have thought she was in another Aliens movie. <laughs> <laughs> honestly some of the end of this this program was a lot like aliens wasn't it excuse me sorry again. a lot of the end of this film was um end of this series was a lot like aliens yeah they've they've teed up the um the next season they've left enough loose ends like the kid who spent all the time in the upside down world is back throwing up big weird slugs they found an egg in the upside down world and Hooper is clearly feeding or sending food or leaving food rather for L to collect. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely left enough loose ends. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I was going to say it must have cost a fortune to make. I mean, yeah, it really must. I mean, what have the Duffer brothers done before? Cause they've been trusted here with a big budget. 
Yeah, God knows. I mean, it could be a bit like what Schneider did when he did. Uh, he made wanted to make three hundred, and Warner Brothers said to him, oh. "He says, give me twenty five thousand dollars, and I'll go away and I'll shoot one uh, thirty second clip, bring it back, and show you what you know." And so he went away for a month or so, did this scene, brought it back. Warner was like, okay, here's, I think it was $60, $70 million, something daft like that. But it could have been a lot less. Mm. Go and make the film. And it could have been something like that. You know, go and do a test screening and we'll have a look. And they could have just nailed it so well on such a small amount of money. There might have been like, let's just throw some money at these guys. Because mm. it's paid off. It's got to have paid off for um, Netflix with subs, extra subscriptions and people, you know, resubbing and you know staying yeah. with them. Yeah, it's fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, it's just it 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 doesn't get boring either. Like I stopped stopped up to finish it till about half past one because it was a bit like Breaking Bad because I just could not bear to be thinking about it all day. The next day at work. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. I'm thinking, what, how is this going to end? I wouldn't have the concentration to work. I know it was good simply because my girlfriend managed to finish watching it because it was, she can't watch anything even remotely scary. And this yeah. has a few scary moments. And there was one point where she was out. She's like, no, I can't. I can't watch it. It's too scary. You watch it and tell me what happens. And <laughs> she stuck with it. She got to the end. That's how good it was. It needed to be seen. I never found it scary. I found it um, a bit towards the end. I thought it was a bit creepy when um, they're in the the other world. Mm. Never world. I can't remember what it's called now. Upside down world. Upside down world. Yeah. When um, you know, and they find Barb and she's mm. toast. Yeah. <laughs> did you read that tweet about um, they were saying Barb will definitely get her revenge in the sequel? Yeah, I heard that. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> Barb, that was the only sort of weird bit they didn't really address properly, was it? Wasn't it? I mean, Barb went missing, and no one seemed to give a crap. Yeah, I mean, you never had a. You, I was thought that's a good point. You never had that one scene where her parents burst into the police station. Like, where is she? Have you not found her yet? And mm. that kind of thing. And but I think the whole the whole series takes place over six days. It's very short. Oh. Is that how it works on it? I think so. I think I read that somewhere. It's like it's a really short amount of time. Never knew that. Mm. So it's It'd be interesting quick. to see the second season. Will it be a continuation of the same storyline or will it be jumping years ahead? Will it be, you know, because he basically says to that, 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 that secret, you know, on the base, like, I get the kid out. None of this is ever, no one ever knows about this. Mm. The only thing I find a bit strange is if Al is out there, Hooper seems the type of bloke who would take her back to her mother. After what he went through. Mm. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, but is his mum in any is her mum in any state to receive her because she was she was um gone basically, wasn't she? She was just sat there looking into space. Mm. Yeah. I do not know. It's, I think it's just as interesting to find out what they're gonna be doing. They're gonna have all the paps, aren't they, around the set to the next one. Yeah, and they're <laughs> gonna get so much peace to record. <laughs> And that's a big thing. But yeah, season two confirmed looks fantastic. Well, I'm sure it will be fantastic. I hope um I hope they time it in terms of the kids don't look too old. Because they're gonna change lots, aren't they? They're bound to. Um 
It depends on their age now, doesn't it? I mean, they could be a lot older than what the you know they could. How old are they meant to be in that thirteen? I don't know. I watched a live Facebook thing with them last night where the kids. It was um, it was the kid that had been missing and the kid without teeth and the black kid. Yeah. And the older sister of Mike, but Mike wasn't there. And L, they were all like doing a live Q and A. I watched a bit yeah. of that, and um. I think the kid without the teeth, he's a bit old. I think he's a bit older. Yeah. Just got the impression he was a little bit older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they need to they need to film it so that they look the right age. Well, they're definitely if it's coming out next year, they'll be filming probably within the next few weeks, I would guess. Yeah. Next two months tops about um, mm. pre-production, and then they're going to principal photography, mm. and that'll be. That and I shouldn't take longer than three, four months, and then it's all your visual effects and editing. And but yeah, I can't wait. No, oh, yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. It's one of those shows, well, like anything, isn't it? That you really enjoy, you, you know, you want the next season there, but you have to wait for the, <laughs> yeah. the fact that one quality, you have to wait. <laughs> yeah, that um, something I learned last night while watching the QA was um, L is British, mm. she had a British accent. And she was talking normally. Yeah. The other kids were all American, but Al was British. Mm. Um, we've not really talked much about the actual series, but I don't really know what to say about it. I mean, other than it was amazing. Yeah, it's... There's so much you can dive into, really, isn't there? Like the little names on the streets, which are all... Some of the street names are 80s references as well, aren't they? And little things like that. It was so clever the way they did everything. And <laughs> I never noticed that. Yeah, I think I think one of them was um, King Street, obviously Stephen King. Mm. I think that's what, what one was, something like that. And um, there was one Elm Street or Kruger, something like that. I can't think off the top of my head. <laughs> So, well, I actually was told this by a friend. I can't remember the actual names. I was like, "That's very, really, really clever." It's so perfectly eighties. Yeah. So I think that's why people um, loved it so much as well. The setting and the time because it's it's nostalgic, isn't it? People look back on time as like reversed into glasses. You know, the eighties probably weren't as good as we remember them, but you look back at it and you think, "Yeah, they were great." <laughs> yeah, they were. But yeah, um, oh, I cannot wait for the second season. I just want a synopsis or something ASAP, and then I can just um, dream up all these scenarios in my head. <laughs> and then I get anyway. I put um, just to title the podcast. I put um, did you see it? I put a question out. No, go on. I put a question out from my Twitter feed. Um, if anyone had any questions. No one's got back to us, which isn't surprising, but a mate has texted me. Yeah. With a question. On Um No, he's not really on the cutting edge of things, has to be said. And his question is, you're shipwrecked and arrive on a desert island which only has 90s consoles on. What game do you play? Um, he's got... And he's got basically it's my current shed. Got TV, PlayStation One, Atari, Jaguar, Nintendo sixty four, original Xbox, uh, Super Nintendo in there. Uh, he's put Dave can't pick Time Crisis on the PlayStation One because I've got it, <laughs> but don't think it will work on the flat screen telly. Um, 
and he's got, I have a feeling you'll go for gold now, you're perfect dark, but you're on your own, so not much fun as single player. Personally, I'd go for a Rampage on Xbox. A uh, what? On Xbox? Rampage, I don't know what that is. Is that... That's not that game where the flipping monsters smash the buildings up, is it? I'm thinking of something else. That was... Was that on Xbox? That was PlayStation 2, if that's what I'm thinking of. Kind of War of the Worlds, you are. So I can pick any game, any system from the nineties, any game from the nineties. Is that what you're saying? He's got. Um... Yeah, it doesn't mention a PlayStation Two, PlayStation One, Atari Jaguar, so Nintendo sixty four, two thousand and one. Yeah, so basically Nintendo sixty four, PlayStation One. Well, you're going to go PlayStation One because you're a whore. And I'm going to go into this because I'm, I'm classy. Was it the SNES 1990s? Yeah, I think he had a SNES in there. I think he, had, he said he had a SNES. Okay, well, if I had to say, if I picked, I could pick one game on each of those systems to be fair easily. Including the Atari Jaguar. I've got no idea what's on the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, Need for Speed. It's only game that pops up in my head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's such a good question because I'm racking my brain about PlayStation 1 and there's loads of games in there but there's one in the back of my head and I'm trying to think what it was that I could play over and over and over. If it was the SNES, you'll probably hate me for this. I would probably go with something like Sensible World of Soccer. Was it Sensible Soccer? I can't remember. There's a European additional World of Sensible Soccer or something like that on the SNES. You just had me. But I love that game on the SNES. I could sit there and play that for hours. Serious. <laughs> Loved it. Probably not now, but, you know, I'm going back into that time frame. Mm. Um, obviously, like he says, N64, it's golden, isn't it? Um, no, it's you're on your own, so no multiplayer. It's got yeah, Mario 64 or yeah. Zelda. Mario 64, that's a good call. I could take hours and hours and hours to complete. Mm-hmm. And it's just good fun. Even if you've done them, it's good fun. Yeah. I'd pick Mario 64 over Zelda, personally. Yeah, thinking about it, I probably would have Mario 64 if it was the N64. But if it was the PlayStation... I would go... If I had to take one, it would be the PlayStation 1. Let me think of it, which game. Have you got your answer? For PlayStation 1? No, for any. Have you got your definitive answer? Like, or... Mario. You didn't have a PlayStation 1, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? What? What have you proved? <laughs> I, would take, I would take Metal Gear Solid 1. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. God, so many. You know what the problem is? All these single-player games keep popping up in my head, like Broken Sword, Fear Effect, stuff like that off the PS1. Mm-hmm. God, so there's no multiplayer. There's no one lying. Something you can just play over and over on the PS1. It's Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I did love Metal Gear Solid to be fair. And like I do love Broken Sword, but there's only time and time you can keep doing the same puzzles over and over. Oh my god. I'm gonna say an answer now though, and I'm, then I'm gonna instantly regret it and think of something else. <laughs> god, there's so many. You've got like the original Die trilogy, Fear Effect. Um oh. The Pro Evolution Soccers were brilliant on the um, PlayStation 1. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that, is that right? What? Because I might pick those over Metal Gear. 
Were they good? Yeah, I thought had... they started to get good in PlayStation 2. No, you had ISIS Pro. You had ISIS, ISIS Pro. You had two different versions, didn't you, at one stage on the PS2. On the PS1, though, you had ISIS Pro. And then eventually it turned to ISIS Pro Evolution Soccer. And then the, the last, second to last or last game on the PS1 that changed to Pro Evolution Soccer. And then the first one on the PS2 was the same one, which wasn't great. It didn't transfer so well. But then after that, they started nailing it. But yeah, that's right. It, there was um, ISIS Pro Evolution Soccer and that on the PS1. I might take that on the PlayStation 1 ahead of Metal Gear for the replay value. I'm going to go with Wipeout 2097. Oh yeah, you're a big Wipeout nut, aren't you? Yeah, because I could just a bit like Deus Ex, I mean not Deus Ex Drive Club. I could just keep hammering the time trial modes and the difficulty levels. The only thing that game didn't have was zone mode. But yeah, I'd probably go with um, PS One, Warped Twenty Ninety Seven. Okay, I'm going with one of the PES games. What about for you, Nintendo Sixty Four? Because people probably think you're crazy picking those games over Metal Gear Solid, but how many times can you play through this, that exact same... Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's a variety. Yeah, the story-driven game. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's exactly why I'm going for Mario over Zelda. Zelda may be a better game as, as a single playthrough, yeah. but I'd probably get more enjoyment going back and playing the Mario games again and again. So Mario yeah. 64... What are you saying? I would go Mario 64 as well, like you say, because I never actually got, was it all 120 stars, something like that? I did. I, I couldn't, I was just wasn't good enough at the time. Well, I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, the original Xbox. I've never touched an original Xbox, never held the pad or anything. Um, I'll just go straight to Project Gotham Racing with that. <laughs> would you have to go Halo? I never played Halo. I only played. I didn't have an Xbox. I just played Project Gotham Ruined Friends, which I thought was brilliant. I've never, never touched an Xbox, but I, I want to go back and see what the fuss is about with Halo. So I play Halo never. One. Yeah. Uh, Super Nintendo. No, I do like Sensible Soccer, but I don't think. Oh God, I'm backtracking already. <laughs> Oh, I so don't know what I picked. Yeah, Street Fighter 2. Ooh. Street Fighter 2 Turbo, all day. Um, I might go um, Mario again. Mario World, I love that game. Please, man. I don't know, because it's got... It's got Link to the Past. Link to the Past. I've got Mario 64, I'm going Link to the Past. I've my Zelda fix. What did I just say? <laughs> Um, Street Fighter 2 Turbo that was it yeah. Street Fighter 2 Turbo yeah yeah something I'm saying I said Killer Instinct I did not say Killer Instinct <laughs> no you didn't no um, Street Fighter 2 Turbo that was immense he's also mentioned Atari Jaguar which I, I don't even know what games are on that I couldn't honestly name any I think they had like a, a Need for Speed I think they might have had uh, like a Warhammer game, I don't think he might. Was it an alien game? Oh, he sent me a picture of his setup because this is basically his setup, and he's this got Doom. Yeah, he's got Doom in um in his Atari Jaguar. So I'll take Doom. That's a pretty good game. 
it's probably a crap version of the Atari Jaguar, but I'd take Dune. Mm, Dune was a good game, depending on port. Mm. That's a good question, though, was actually. Yeah, he thought it might be too much for us because he's put, if that's too complicated, <laughs> um, what's his problem with peas in a curry? <laughs> <laughs> some mindset <laughs> I can't, I can't be honest what is your problem because you're neat when they come up individually just no if, I like peas in a curry I just don't like it if them bunched up but why not you'd have them individually Once, then I'll start thinking it's too much <laughs> God. so there the definitive answer I need a psych evaluation you do <laughs> Too many peas in a curry. Yeah. So if you saw like five peas together, would you just break them up and eat them small in small amounts no. with bits of chicken or something? I'd, seriously, I would like push them to the side of the plate and leave them there. <laughs> banished. Yeah, banished. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh. Okay, I think that was our, our only question. Thank you. Uh, that was my mate Rich, actually. <laughs> so yeah, thanks Rich for the question. Thank you, um, for the what? Thank you, Shun. German, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Shun. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it here. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Or if it's just Rich, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been the Reading Work Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Holst. Dave is uh, at DaveHolmes82. Um, mm-hmm. Check out their website, We Don't Go Out. We're on uh, it's a special Twitter feed we don't go out there's an Instagram feed we didn't go out Tumblr also we don't go out um, we're in most places not Snapchat we're too old for that shit um, <laughs> and we'll catch you next time thank you for listening hell are you on about? I can't remember. I've been drinking fireball whiskey. Do you think anyone's going to notice? Nah.